Hi, I'm Carmen. I'm a teacher, a fellow ADHDer, and a certified life coach. And I started this podcast with the intention of giving ADHDers everywhere a sense of understanding of this super complex neurodevelopmental disorder and to create a fabulous and safe place to share the struggles, the wins, and the newest researched strategies to help you be the you that you've always dreamed to be. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey friend, how are you doing? My students, I'm pretty sure, have passed along a cold to me, so if my voice sounds weird, that's why. But I thought because of the new year and everything um, that I would talk about habits today, building habits with ADHD, and I'm going to go over the top three reasons that we suck at habits, and then how we can build a sustainable habit. So let's get started. Okay, so the top three reasons why ADHDers suck at habits, especially new ones that we're trying to put in place. Now I want to say here, these are my thoughts, my opinions, my experiences, and my observations of my peers and my clients who have ADHD. So, top three reasons we suck at habits, especially new ones. I'm going to go over the three of them right now, and then I'm going to dive deep into each one. Number one, perfectionism. Number two, cognitive dissonance. And number three, lack of awareness. So let's talk about perfectionism real quick. There's two types of perfectionism. I'm pretty sure I have an episode on this. But basically, somebody who's trying to be or being a perfectionist, like you might say right now, like I'm nothing's ever perfect. I never try to make anything perfect. So how could I possibly be a perfectionism, a perfectionist? So perfectionism is brought on by shame, fear, and regret. It's a huge reason why we don't finish things um, because we don't want to let the yucky emotions come and stay. So there's back-end perfectionism, which is it could be better. We don't respond. We hand in late work or we don't hand it in at all. Um, And it's all due to over-editing, over-perfectionizing it at the end. Front-end perfectionism is the getting ready to get ready. Situations have to be absolutely perfect for you to start the task. Um, Usually procrastivity is what comes out for me when I'm trying to do this. So don't worry, you're not alone. Um, perfectionism also comes from never being good enough for the standards that you've set that are way too high for yourself. Um, we try to make it so that our plan is pretty and it's all set out and everything. So that's how perfectionism really gets in the way of our goals or our habits is we don't end up starting 
or finishing them. The second reason is cognitive dissonance. Now, cognitive dissonance is what happens when you're set point for a certain thing in your life, like your weight or the time you wake up or things like that, when it changes into something that you want it to, our brains get confused. (laughs) They are trying to keep us safe. And when we go above that comfort level, say, for example, your habit is you want to run, you know, a 5k. So you start running and you run a half mile every day for a week. And then the next week you run a mile every day for a week. Your brain is going to start feeling uncomfortable because your set point is not running at all. And now you're running a mile a day. Your brain doesn't understand. Your brain's confused. So it makes you feel uncomfortable and yucky. So usually that's what the point that we stop. I invite you not to stop. Because the only reason we stop our progress is because it got hard. And so we self-sabotage. And it's not its not cool. <laughs> I'm telling you, cognitive dissonance is something that's huge with ADHD. As I have progressed and grown and done all these things, I have felt so incredibly uncomfortable sometimes. But that's how I know I'm doing it right. The third reason I'm going to go into today is lack of awareness. So when we have lack of awareness, that means to me that, you know, you haven't become to the level of the awareness of the things that you can and cannot do. ADHDers have a really hard time looking to the past to create the future. So we end up creating too many or too big of a goal. And then it leads to giving up super quick because our desired habit is a fantasy. We've made a habit that's a fantasy that can't really happen. So then we give up really, really quick. Like like we try for two days and then we stop because we realize it's really, really hard. So making reasonable goals and knowing yourself is super important when you're trying to create a habit. Hey listener, if you're looking for a little bit more in setting and reaching your goals or any other part of my podcast, You have two options below. You can join Focused and we both get a credit to our account. Or you can sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call with me in the second link. Do either one if you feel like you want more support in these areas. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Okay. Now, let's talk about the way to build a sustainable habit. I promise. It's short, easy, simple. I wouldn't say it's easy. I'm going to take that back. It's simple. It's only easy once you get the hang of it. 
I've used this method to create the following habits. Working out, journaling, meditation, and taking care of my body. Are you ready for it? Here is how we create a sustainable habit. Number one, constrain down to one thing. I know you just like jumped back from the phone and you're like, no, you just took your headphone out or you stopped this podcast. (laughs) I get it, but you got to pick one. I resisted this for so long until I realized I never got anywhere. When I was picking five, six, seven habits, I wanted to try it once. I promise you, I've, I've done a lot of work in my brain and picking one is more efficient because you get it down faster and then you can add another one. Number two is decide why you want it. Why do you want to work out? Why do you want to journal? Why, why, why? The why is important here because if you don't have a why, if you don't have a good reason, your brain's not is going to find reasons not, not to do it. The third thing that I did was habit stacking. I'm sure you've heard me talk about this before, but it's putting a brand new habit and pairing it with something that you do every day without thinking about it. So if you get up and you wash your face every day or you get up, you brush teeth every day, put the morning habit right next to the sink so that it's in your face because out of sight, out of mind is really big for ADHDers. Bonus, track it to evaluate it. Not only have I done this before and successfully built habits, but I know how many other ADHDers that this has worked for. So really, really, I would really suggest that you try tracking it to see how many days in a row you can do your habit. It'll also give you some information on your cognitive dissonance, how long it takes for that to kick in. And it also tests out your awareness to see if you created a habit that is sustainable for you. Now I have a few cautions here when you're doing your sustainable habit. Please do not beat yourself out. Please. Please talk to yourself nicely. That's one of the main things I had to change in order to sustain my habits. Um, You will forget, and it's normal. Missing one day doesn't mean we just stop. Your set point in cognitive dissonance emotions will lead to self-sabotage if you let them. Try to catch them. And you're going to want to resist. Pay attention to your thoughts. Write them down. Get them out on paper. And then look at them and see, what is my brain thinking about this habit that I'm trying? So, I really hope that this episode has helped you with creating habits in the new year, maybe helped you realize why some of them have not worked. Um, And I would really love to see your progress and what kind of habits that my community is up to. So connect with me on Instagram if you haven't already. I'm at Carmen underscore authentically ADHD. I'd love to see your results and I can't wait. Stay authentic, my friends.